Blog Talk Radio. song we learned in Zimbabwe. You are Alpha and Omega. We worship you, our Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Sing it again.
conversation we had a good show last week uh, earlier this week on monday and we got a great conversation we gonna have with you today uh i'm excited about praise break friday it's been a minute since we had a good praise break friday so we're gonna talk about today uh is worship tainment the problem or is it something else is worship tainment the problem or is it something else that's one of our conversations today we're gonna talk about the weekend plans here in chicago the possible plans but in our hot topics, I don't know what we're going to call it, but in our main conversation tonight, we're going to talk about, we are definitely going to talk about um, uh, uh, Mr. or Pastor Michael Todd. Pastor Michael Todd, y'all know who Pastor Mike Todd is. Uh, Mike Todd is a, a great preacher, great preacher. I, I, have, I have followed him uh, for some time, Transformation Church. Uh, I've, I've, I've been uh, a, a, a fan from afar. Uh, because I appreciate what he puts into uh, um, uh, uh, preaching and, and, and how he connects with people. But he made, he's been making some controversial moves lately, uh, and some people have been having some issues and some questions about some of the stuff he's doing. They were very upset with his uh, Resurrection Sunday uh, service that he put out there, but now uh, he has made some statements uh, concerning our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I want to just 
put that out there because according to Pastor Michael Todd, Jesus did not reach his full potential. Yeah, Jesus didn't reach his full potential. I want I want to I want to talk about that uh, and and some other things. So we gonna we gonna do that. But first, let me give you the rundown on how you 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 and you can be a part of today's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you gotta do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, texts, chats, emails, requests, all of those things go through her. You get to her, you get to me. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. Again, 323-870-4375. You push one, that'll get you over to her. Again, she'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you want to listen just via the radio side, again, just dial 323-870-4375. That is your call-in number. You can just listen that way as well. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Again, it's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net is how you can email the show. If you want to follow us on social media, on the socials, you can follow us on the gram. Follow us on, on Twitter. I'm rather, you can tweet the show, rather, at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show. We're on Twitter. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us, on the gram on IG, follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right, same way. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us there. You good? I started off with the gram and then I went back. I, then I hit Twitter and then went back to the gram. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio. Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there and then last uh but not least you can also find us on youtube thank you thank you thank you for those of you watching on all of those mediums don't forget we are an iheart radio partner which means you can find us on your iheart radio app just do a simple search in the podcast section for the taking the limits off media group and you'll find us there your favorite station ttlo radio uh don't forget too you can dial find us on all of your uh podcast areas whether it be um itunes Spotify, anywhere you can download the podcast, you can find us there. Amen, 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 and amen. So look, y'all, man, look, this is, it's been a good week. This week went a little, it felt like it was going a little long, but we had a good week, but I just want to get right into it. I want to hit first with, uh, there's been a lot of conversation uh, since we were on the air Monday. You guys know what happened last week over the weekend with the, 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 the foolishness downtown with a bunch of kids being downtown. You've seen it. It has made national news. Tanya told me a few minutes ago that it made it to um, Inside Edition. Is that what it was? Huh? Inside Edition Digital. Inside Edition Digital. So it made it to in, so we so so everything that happened here in the city uh, made it. You know, it's kind of a it's a national thing uh, that's going on. Uh, and the world is talking about Chicago. The world is talking about Chicago. And, you know, so there's been a couple of comments and statements. And our mayor-elect, uh, he just doubled down recently on his statement. He came out and he says, let's not, again, he used the words, let's not demonize children. Uh, I had a conversation today with, with one of my my mentors. So let me give you the plan. Let me give you what the plan is for uh chicago this weekend 
So one of the plans is, because y'all know I always ask, well, what's the church going to do? What's the church going to do? What's the church going to do? Is the church going to do anything uh, in regards to uh, what we have going on in the city? Is the church going to make a statement? Is the church going to step out? Is the church going to do anything uh, in regards to finding something for these children to do? Uh, And here is uh, what we have. So a couple of churches, Salem. I'm going to share my uh, my. I'm going to share my screen. Let me pull up the thing to share my screen before I talk about sharing my screen because I don't even have the. Um, uh, I forgot what the thing is even called. Thank you, Switchercast. There it is. I need to turn my Wi-Fi on too because I don't think any of that stuff is on over here. But while I'm doing all of that, uh, the uh, 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 quite a few black pastors uh, have came out and said they want to call clergy. They're they're hoping to get about 500 or so uh, men, pastors, preachers, clergy, uh, to come downtown Chicago and, and, and be out. Uh, they're going to meet up at a couple of different locations, and they want you to come downtown. See if you can get my, my, my screen now. Uh, but they want, to come down, they want you to come downtown and uh, pop up on a couple of of some corners that we're going to march downtown. So this is it. Salem and Progressive Baptist Church. It says they matter to God. They matter to us too. This is their uh, posting that you can see. It says calling all Christian men to walk downtown. This Saturday, tomorrow, uh, April 22nd at 6 p.m., they're asking all men, all men to uh, come downtown and be a part of this process. Uh, it's in partnership with Apostolic Faith Church, Bright Star Church, New Life Church. Uh, what else is it? Trinity United Church of Christ, uh, the Chicago Partnership, and then together with the city of Chicago. So there is this huge thing that they're doing, and they want all of, uh, of the minority pastors, bishops, pastors, clergy, whoever, to come downtown and uh, walk downtown Chicago. Uh, that is part of the plan, and the hope is to do just that. All right, so with that said, with that said, uh, let me go back to what I wanted to talk about. Thank you. You brought me back? Okay. So uh, there is a, a conversation that has to be had. Uh, the conversation meaning we're going to go downtown and we're going to come together, and uh, the, the goal is to be downtown to be praying with these young men and doing that. And that is a wonderful concept. I wholeheartedly, let me say this first, I wholeheartedly support that effort going downtown uh, and being there and being, being there. Uh, I have to ask a question, and the question I have to ask is, uh, is this a stopgap? Is this a stopgap? Now, somewhere I read that they were going to try and come up with somewhere, I heard something about 500 jobs uh, in the Chicagoland area uh, to try and offset uh, some of the people who uh, may or may not have jobs uh, or, to, or to make sure these young folks have jobs. So, they're, they're, so that's part of what they're, what they're looking to do downtown Chicago. Uh, I'm excited about that, right? I'm excited. I think it's a great, uh, I think it's a great process, a great thing to do. I am I am somewhat leery about what is or is not going to happen. I am leery about the outcome. 
I understand the power of 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 faith. I understand the power of prayer, but it's 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 prayer, uh, and then it's going to be some some work that needs to be done. Uh, my Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. And so we can pray for children, we can be out there, but there's work that needs to be still done at home. There's work that still needs to be done at home. And and I, I recognize that the city has plans. The city has plans to to make sure they got the, the curfew is, is, is in. You are not Yeah, thank you for the commercial. Uh <laughs> the uh city has plans, curfew. Uh, it's going to be available. Let me let me let me give you the this breakdown real quick from ABC Seven Chicago. They have this up. It says Chicago police are working to prevent a repeat of last week's unruly crowds, which left downtown residents with conflicting emotions. Uh, it says I'm afraid to do things I used to do. One downtown resident said I'm starting to think about moving to Evanston and or uh, even the suburbs. What you got? Okay, so I was just thinking about this. Yes, we are about to enact the curfew and everything else. Yep. But we got our drag racers, our yep. donut makers yep. Everywhere. to come downtown and everything. Possibly. So when you think you have rid one thing. That's a, and that's a separate group. Next, that's separate, it's a separate group. Yeah. It's a definite separate group and they're going to and they're going to come. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to come because guess what? You're focused on one one other thing, mm-hmm. which is the kids right now. Mm-hmm. So then once we get the old lady stuck in traffic again because, you know, the Mexican celebration and, you know, it's just us just being us, I mean, you know, African-Americans being African-Americans. What are you, what, what is the city ready to do? The clergy is going down there for our youth. Yep. You need to go down there for the drag racing. Yep. The clergy for the for the dancing on the Eisenhower or and everything. Every time there's a little bit of traffic, I don't know if you've seen it, mm-hmm. but these people get out of their cars and start juking and or doing whatever. Do, and they do whatever. Uh-huh. Like, uh huh. Like one of them, um, I forget what the dance is called, but it's the it's the voguing. Mm-hmm. The guys got out and they just voguing and dropping to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so what's next? Like what you know? What is secure? Make sure the clergy is out there, because then what? What are you going to say then about the drag race? Like you know, they don't have nothing to do. Well, the drag racing has been going on for a while. The drag racing, the not necessarily drag racing. Sorry, the donuts because they're not drag racing. The donuts, people with and what it is is these people with these big engine cars, similar to mine, but these people with these big engine cars uh doing donuts in the middle of residential streets sometimes they they there's a video viral that went viral was it last year where they blocked off um was it which what major was was on the expressway it was like either the eisenhower or the damn some part of the expressway it was last year they they literally stopped traffic so people could not go anywhere on the expressway while they did donuts in the middle of the expressway uh that's something that i know the police and large have been looking for the the issue is um how do you stop it i don't know uh that is that is definitely a crowd control traffic control police issue i think watch videos get license plates show up at the house and take their car it's just that simple for me but i know there's some legal some some lawyer somewhere is going to say that, that you can't legally do that but you you were you were committing a crime and we're arresting you after the fact so there it is 
Uh, I will say this. Yeah, they did. They got people after the fact with the looting, so why can't they do the same thing with people doing the donuts? Uh, I want to read something that um, some, so uh, our, our, our former, our soon-to-be former mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot, is in Washington, D.C. at a summit. Uh, and she says these words. She said, we got to look at every possibility that we can to support those babies and young children, no matter what the circumstances they're born into, so they don't become statistic on the back end where they got to say, how do we intervene? She says, I'm going to urge you as mayors, don't forget the critical period from zero to five, because if those kids don't come to kindergarten ready and able to learn, you're going to spend more money on the back end uh, of their life trying to help them. Uh, but the fact remains that city leaders have agreed on a plan. Now, there are some aldermen who think that what the city has already done downtown is overblown. They don't think we need all that. Some of them don't think that that's necessary. They think that, it's, it's, uh, that the, the barricades and barriers are not necessary. Okay, but don't, you, I, don't you think it looks bad? Like, I really think it really do look bad to lift up the bridge and everything. I just, it, doesn't, it doesn't paint our city in a good light. Mm-hmm. And I know that the kids are doing something wrong and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, we I – just, I just thought about it when I knew about the bridges going up. Yeah. When we talked about the two bridges going up and everything. Mm-hmm. What about the 15-, 16-year-old who has a job at Chick-fil-A or who has a job at – Got to get to work. Giardelli. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna be profiled. Or the child that got, has a job at the McDonald's. Trying to get to work. Trying to get to work. What about the what about the kids? Are they raising the bridges? I don't know if that's done. Are they, did they say they were doing that again? I think they said something about that. I know the curfew is in effect, but what I don't know if if the bridge part is being raised again. I, I didn't see that in the two bridges had came up. Oh, okay. And I think they had talked about it again, and I think I heard it on Joe Soto. Oh wow! So, I hope I hope they don't I do the bridge that, thing. I just it doesn't it's not a for what Chicago is it's not a pretty look because you're cutting off main thoroughfares through through the city. I want to go a step further. Um, I'm trying to see how I can say this. So I, I again, let me go back to the the the, the thing that uh, that we shared a minute ago. Let me pull that uh, back up for y'all. Um, I don't think I killed the thing, did I? Or did I? I think I did. Hold on. Yeah, I think I did. Um, yeah. So I am. Um, I was torn about whether or not I wanted to go downtown. Uh, representation matters. And I'm going I'm to say this and I'm going to leave it alone because that, that, I don't want to turn the show into something else because we can talk about that later. Um, you have to also be careful who you march with and who you're standing by because as, we, as we've learned, um, you know, everybody looks at everything. And yes, we can all be down there for a central purpose. Uh, and I can be standing in agreement with you for this, uh, but I could disagree with you on a lot of other things. And I think when it comes to um, this thing we this 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 thing we call Christianity, um, I have issues uh, when I understand that everybody teaches differently. I understand that everybody was taught differently, but the Bible is the Bible. So you can teach what you want, but you cannot change the words. Let me be clear. Be clear in my speech. You can teach what you want, but you cannot change the words. Shanta, they hit the disclaimer before. <laughs> you about right, but but so I am going to I I, I acknowledge this. I, I'm I'm hoping for a great outcome um, tomorrow. 
I'm hoping for a great outcome, uh, and and I'm I'm, I'm just going to hope that that there's there's great things. Now I will say this: there was a plan already in place for these children to show up in. Uh, there was a plan in place for these children to show up in Berwyn, Illinois. There was a meetup scheduled for North Riverside on tomorrow. And Berwyn is saying, please come in the best of the late great Tad Miller. Won't you come? They waiting on these people to show up in, uh, in Berwyn because they'll, because they see one go out to North Riverside and tell some stuff and, and, and do what they're going to do. Berwyn is not playing. Berwyn is not going to play. And here is, here is what I wish would happen. Did you put up the disclaimer yet? Which we haven't. Thank you. Here's what I wish would happen. Y'all know. What, what, we, we, we pray, right? Why not sit down with the city of Chicago? This is a conversation that I had with one of my mentors today. Why not after the pastors do this march, the pastors then get with the mayor-elect. Technically, he's still, uh, he's still elect. He's not in charge of nothing yet. Lori Lightfoot is still there. He's still putting his team together. Get with the mayor and the mayor-elect. Come out and say, hey, um, we want to meet with every, and then, and, then these, and then get on national television, get on your local television stations, both Mayor Johnson and Mayor Lightfoot. Y'all got to get it together. Team up. Get on your local stations and say, this is what we're going to do to help you and your children not, and this not become a larger issue than it already has. So this video is widely available all over the world, all over the Internet. Parents, you saw your child on television. You saw your child. You saw your baby. You know you did. Somebody saw your baby and called you. You know you saw your child on television. So what I'm going to do is this. Sit with the parents, and you call for a town hall meeting. You can do two town hall meetings a week on each side of town. You do one, and I, or maybe you do them in the course of a day. You go over here on the south side of Chicago. Let me go ahead and say Ebenezer will host one. I'm going to put that out there as a person. Yep, I believe you're going to do that. That's all right. We, you can host one here. You can host one a little bit further south if you wanted to go out towards Inglewood area, go out that way, or a little bit further or whatever. You want to do it at the House of Hope? So be it. That's a bigger, state, bigger place. Whatever. But if all of those people are there, have the parents come out and tell us, tell, tell us, meaning the city, what do your children need to keep them from doing what they're doing downtown Chicago? Right? Get it on the record. Get it on the record. Because that way, when somebody says they're underprivileged, it actually fits. Because now you've got evidence that they're underprivileged and they don't have opportunities. You've got more evidence than what you currently have. Then you do this all over the city. You do it twice on the south side. You do it twice on the west side. You go up north and have hosted at some churches. And you go, well, we don't have an east, but y'all know what I mean. You do all that. You host them. Then we as, as ministers and pastors and clergy, we get with the mayor's office. And we say, mayor's office, what is your plan? And how can we partner with you? But before we partner with you, you ready for this? Before we partner with you, Mayor-elect Johnson, 
and Mayor Lori Lightfoot and City of Chicago. We want to know what your uh, where is the line drawn? What do you mean? Where is the line drawn? What is the last straw? What is the thing that says you can't do? If y'all do this, then grace and mercy gets pushed to the side and we go to judgment. What do I mean by judgment? We go to law. Right? We, 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 we stick by the letter of the law. So what is the what is the what is the move? What has to happen before we get to the point where you just say you come down here and you lock them up? You're right. School communities. I, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Shante, I, I don't know. I'm not Shante. There's supposed to be some jobs somewhere. I'm, I was trying to find information. Uh, something about 500 jobs are going to be available if, if as a part of this march. I heard that on the news. I can't remember exactly what part of that it was or who was supplying the jobs, but that was a major, uh, uh, that was a major piece that I heard. And I was like, Oh, I don't know who's supplying the jobs or where the jobs were coming from, but that was a part of, of what was supposed to be going on. All right. School communities. Absolutely. Miss Griffin, you, 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 you also include the school communities. What can happen? Well, what I, you know what, when I said city, I automatically assumed that CPS would be a part of that, but I hear you. School communities, because you would have to be charter, private, all these people, because they just wasn't CPS kids downtown. And I know how I know, because some of my kids who are private school kids were downtown. They told me they were. So they got video. <laughs> so they was down there. My question is, once we get to that point, what's the, at what point does the plan go out the door and then it becomes you come downtown, you break curfew, we lock your butt up until your parents come. Because when is that point? Because see, now there is a, now there is a line drawn in the sand. And the line in the sand says you can, yes, we want you to come downtown. Yes, we want you to spend money downtown. Yes, we want you to enjoy the sights downtown. But we don't want you tearing up anything downtown. You can come downtown. You can run on the lakefront, walk on the lakefront, ride your bike, ride your scooter, ride your skateboard, do whatever you want to do. Y'all can carry each other on y'all backs and hold hands and do all the wonderful things you want to do. But what you can't do is what you just did. And if you do what you just did, then the real life consequences are going to start to happen. Because let's just be real about this. These ain't babies that's downtown. These ain't babies. These are kids, these are not kids who don't know what they're doing. These are not seven, eight-year-olds. These are teenagers who know that standing on top of somebody else's car is not right. They know this. Who knows kicking and putting a dent in somebody's car who's just trying to get by is wrong. They know this. So at what point do the consequences kick in? Because a lot of these children depending on whatever school they go to, depending on whoever is raising them, they don't understand the concept of consequences. And when you have children who don't understand the concept of consequences and that there are some who don't understand the, the concept of accountability for doing what you're doing out in the public, when, when you have this, 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 yes, 
Yes. I, I'm, I'm, Ms. Griffin, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go there next because you're 100% right. But I need that same if, – if they're going to be out there and they're going to come downtown and break the law, then don't get mad and start talking about the prison, the school-to-prison pipeline because this ain't that. This has nothing to do with school-to-prison pipeline, kids outside kicking people's cars and jumping on folks trying to just go to dinner or whatever. This ain't got nothing to do with that, right? I'm all for restorative justice, but even with restorative justice, when it's taught the right way, let me say that again, when it's taught the right way, there's an understanding that there are consequences for this kind of behavior. There are consequences for breaking the law. If I go outside right now in the Bronzeville area, go pick up a brick from the vacant lot across the street and throw it at a car window that's going past, there are consequences for my 52-year-old behind. Soon to be 53. There are consequences for that. And the same consequences that I would have to be upheld to, I am saying we need to hold them to the same consequences, the exact same ones. And if we don't feel like that, that's not, if, if you think that's a problem, then there's a whole other issue. Now, I know some whole bunch of folk ain't going to agree with me when I say this, and that's okay. You don't have to. But there's an old saying, and it went a little bit something like this. I'm going to put my hand on my kid so the police don't have to. I'm going to check you at home first so you don't have to get checked somewhere else. But what are you saying? Spare the rod, spoil the child. I know y'all don't want to hear it. I know this is 2023, and y'all saying, oh, no, you can't. No. Because the next time your child is downtown and he's participating in some mob activity, angry mob, riotous activity, and the police decide to say move and keep on moving, and you decide to throw a a, a brick into the crowd of police, you decide to throw bottles in the police, and then said police officer then picks up his club off his hip and swings and busts you upside the head with it. Don't then turn around and holler police abuse. And I see this is different from racial profiling. This ain't racial profiling. Your children are breaking the law. Your children, the ones you had, they are breaking the law. Yes, we can absolutely pray for them. We can absolutely bless you. Give them opportunities. But one does not negate the other. One does not negate the other. You don't get to, 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 to bust car windows out and go, and, and go home to a comfortable bed and turn on your PS5. You don't get to do that. that in, in no country, in no world is that acceptable. I don't care what opportunity you don't have. Because you go home playing a PS5, you got a whole lot of opportunity. You don't get to bust out a car window and then pick up your two your your your, your two thousand dollar iPhone and send a text. There are consequences. Ms. Griffin says I need that same energy when they're taking over Madison Street. We only want to have law and order when white folks are inconvenient. Uh, and, and again, again, uh, Ms. Griffin, this comes down to who we elect as elected officials. This comes down to our elected officials. 
because the reason why hell and earth is being moved downtown Chicago is because of what's because of what's being affected because the business owners the homeowners and the property owners say you're not gonna come downtown and tear up where I work where I eat and where I live so the same energy that those people have to say protect our stuff guess what we can do that in the 28th ward 29th ward 37th ward Inglewood Auburn Gresham uh, uh, Chatham we can do that in all those same areas if we the people demand it if we demand it from our elected officials and let them know you can no longer coast into office you don't get to run every four years non-opposed it's not financial capital though Ms. Griffin see that 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 thought process I'm glad you said that though but it's not financial capital let me help you out let me help you out it's not financial capital because let me help you no 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 the money that's available is the same we might not get it but the money's available are the same let me help you you can't tell me that in the city of chicago where we have i don't know how many schools are in the 29th 28th ward i'm not sure but in the city of chicago there is let's just take bronzeville over here where we are, Bronzeville, Chicago. Million-dollar homes all around the church. Million-dollar homes surrounded in this neighborhood. But then there's some homes that are not worth a million dollars in the same neighborhood. <laughs> You've got a couple of $300,000 houses and, and maybe some even less than that. But here's, here is the difference. When you have an elected official who listens, and I'm not blowing smoke up Alderman Dow, I'm just saying period. When you have an elected official who listens to the people that put him or her in office, they can then turn around. Here's the situation. Ms. Griffin, you own, I'm going to use you. Those families aren't going to neighborhood schools. Let me help you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're missing. You're missing what I'm, you're missing, you're missing my point. If there are rampant, I'll use, the same area that I talk about all the time. You mentioned Madison Street earlier. Madison and Hamlin to Madison and Springfield. I might, might as well say Madison and uh, Plasky. From Madison and Hamlin to Madison and Plasky. Right? Now watch this. There are business owners. That's a corridor for business. It should be. used to be thriving black businesses, but it's no longer thriving black businesses. Right? You got an open-air drug market on both sides of the street, right outside Wiley's Restaurant, Wiley's Rib Joint, the one they, when they moved over to the other side of the street. You got, uh, used to be the roll place, where I got a couple of my church robes and, and, and vestments from was over there. Used to be a beauty shop and a barber shop over there. Then you got a big, goofy, outdated strip mall with, I think, a footlocker, not a rainbow, what is it, a footlocker. Two foot lockers, uh, a fish and chicken place. Oh, uh, yep, a restaurant. Okay. And I think it is still rainbow there. And they have, um, they did, they redid the front of it. Okay, the, the front of the store. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, 
when you walk up to the actual store, not the strip mall itself. Not right. strip mall itself. Right. Yeah. Somebody. Okay. So here, 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 here's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. The drug market can only, and they closed the Aldi's. No, they didn't just close it. That Aldi's been closed. <laughs> it's been closed a couple of years, ain't it? At least three or four, I thought. But anyway, let me finish. Those drug people are able to set up because we allowed them to. They are able to set up wherever they choose to set up because we allowed it. What do you mean we allowed it? Because they, they, can, they, can open, they can pull up in their cars, park their cars on the street, get out, and then stand in the street and hold up bags of weed telling people to pull over in broad daylight because we allow it. What do you mean we allow it? Because we don't hold the people who are supposed to be holding them accountable accountable. We don't hold our aldermen accountable, and we don't hold the police department accountable. What are you saying? I'm saying, and we don't hold the store owners accountable. Somebody owns that strip mall on Madison Street. Somebody owns it, some business, some LLC. Somebody is collecting rent from that place. Every one of those stores is paying rent to some LLC somewhere. I'm sure we can look it up and find out, but somebody owns that strip mall. Just like somebody, just like an LLC owns Oak Brook, the same people that own Oak Brook Mall own Woodfield Mall and the same people that own Woodfield Mall own a couple other malls, Orland Park. What I'm saying is this. They set a standard for what you can and can't do in those locations. We can set that same standard regardless of what money we have because we can say it doesn't matter that we ain't got no money you still not going to come and tear up what we got. We can say that. And then we can then turn, go to the alderman who then has the, he's our, the alderman is our liaison to the city. The alderman is our liaison to downtown. He's our liaison to city hall. We can then put pressure on him or her and say, hey, look, I'm tired of seeing this every day. Either you're going to go down there and get it done, or we're going to put somebody else in that's not afraid to go down there and ruffle some feathers. So now when the alderman says, who's got what we like to call the bully pulpit, i.e. this thing, the microphone, the alderman says, hey, look, y'all have seen me, y'all have seen me at the city council begging for help. You've seen me at the city council. Here are my videos for me standing out there, right? This is me standing out here in my ward begging for help. Now guess what happens? Now the ball is moving because see, nobody wants to be embarrassed. Now the ball gets to moving. Now those store owners, ma'am, sir, are you aware of what's going on right outside, right outside your door? Are you aware? Are you aware that there's drug activity here? So guess what? You can't do it here anymore. So guess what? What I need you to do is to partner with us because either your business is suffering or you in on it. It's one of the two. Either your business is suffering or you're in on it. Then we talked about this Monday. The 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 um the Wick store is right there uh uh on Madison Street. It's right there on Madison Street, thirty nine thirty two West Madison. The Wick store. Let me let me let me let me let me let me help you right here. Time you share my screen. T 
see this picture? What's right next door to the Wicks? Right here. Right here. That's the strip mall. Let me help you. This strip mall right here. Now, this picture looks real old because this stuff all nice and vibrant. <laughs> the parking lot all clean and yeah. So let's look here. See, now, this is broad daylight. You know how this is an old picture? When is this picture? Got? This got to be a lie. Does this say captured July 2019? Oh, that's... It's an old picture because I told you it's, a, it's now black. Yeah. Instead of that white, it's all black now. So this is, this is the strip mall that I'm talking about. This whole strip right here. Oh, here they go. Duh, here they go right here. Google got them on... Google Earth got them right here. 2021. This is on Google. This is on Google. They standing right here. These these goofballs right here are selling drugs in the middle of the street. See this young man right here? (laughs) It's funny it's the police right here, but I know that ain't. (laughs) Let me see something. Yeah. So, see, because the pictures are always different when you change pictures because the pictures were taken at different times. Because that picture's from 2019. But if if I go back right here, this picture, this is what I was trying to get to right here. These guys are openly selling drugs in the middle of the day. Openly selling drugs in the middle of the day. This whole strip right here, you can't even get down this street. Now, this is in July. No, this is November of 2021. This is in November of 2021. Whatever time of day this is, this is either mid-afternoon. There's not enough traffic down there for it to be like 3 or 4 o'clock because then it will be backed up. But this is the time of day, and this is every day, all day. We can change this because whoever owns this strip mall, and, and, they, and see, they're standing out here. They park their cars here. These are their cars. And then they sit over here, and then they're all down the street, even to this dude right here with the little red uh, uh, pants on. Now, when I zoom up, he's going to be gone. But all of these, oh, there he is, same guy right here. These are drug dealers in broad daylight. In broad daylight. Don't tell me what we can't fix. This is not a money issue. This is, I'm going to hold you accountable. Look here. If I could zoom in, I wish, let me see if I could just make my picture bigger. Because I want you to see this. This is a book bag hanging on the fence. Anybody want to take a guess what's in the damn book bag? This is, this is a book bag hanging on the fence. The book bag, I don't need this thing here, but the book bag has, this is what they're keeping their stuff in. They're keeping it in the book bag. They're keeping it in crates, on the ground, all of this stuff. Now, I know this as a citizen. (laughs) Now, I brought this up because these are stores, right? Right next to the strip mall, right next to the strip mall is the wick store where the mama's supposed to go and get the help for their baby right next to you see it right here see that right there wick grocery right there right ain't no in between so i got to come past this to get some to get some milk for my baby i got to come past this to get milk for my child i don't know what else they have in their milk and what else they don't have pamphlets do they just milk food just baby food formula cereal 
juice. Yeah. Same spot down here. This guy selling drugs. What's right here? Currency exchange. Western Union. I'm not going there to get my stuff redone. Y'all standing outside doing all this stuff. All of these stores, all of these businesses, all of these businesses can be changed. All of these people can do something different. Look at this one. Look at this one here. Ducking down. What, what him doing? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying, Miss Griffin. She asked me. She says, if you, if, you, if you know this, then why does CPD do something? It's my job to police my community when the city chooses to invest millions of dollars into police and not my community. Guess what? No. Your job, Miss Griffin, is to hold the police accountable for the money that's been spent. That's your job because that's your tax dollars, my tax dollars. That's your job to hold them accountable for what's being spent. That's, that, that's, that, 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 that's our part of it. That's our part of it, to hold my alderman accountable. So when my alderman passes the next, gets ready to sign off on the next police budget, when he goes down there, I need my alderman to pull up these same public Google Earth pictures. Now, if I got Google Earth pictures with faces that are, um, what's the word I'm looking for, that are blurred out, then what pictures do you think the police actually have with them real good cameras? If I got Google Earth pictures, this is Google Earth, this is public information. This ain't no special website I'm on. This is Google. You see this? This is Google Earth. This ain't no special website. If I have access to, 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 to these pictures, then you know law enforcement already has it. But there has to be a willingness from us to push them to do better job. Just like, watch this. You know why you don't see anybody? Remember, remember what is it? Uh, the 7-Eleven used to be in... in, in in uh, Oak Park, right there on Madison, right off of Ridgeland, that 7-Eleven that was there for years before it finally closed, I think it's a wing stop and an athletic over there now. You know why nobody loiters in that parking lot? Nobody loiters in that parking lot because the owners of the 7-Eleven and now the wing stop did not allow it. Oak Park does not allow it. You know, you don't see people just randomly standing on corners all piled up together in Oak Park because they don't allow it. The same way they don't allow it in Oak Park, it's the same way we could say you're no longer going to do that in my community. You're not going to stand on my street corner. You're not going to stand on my street and sell your drugs. Go somewhere else because guess what? If I own this store, oh, she took my screen down. She went stepped out for a minute. But if I own this store that says, what is it, Tops and Bottoms, you're not going to stand in front of Tops and Bottoms, that a store that I own, and do your dirt. You're not going to stand in front of a government-ran WIC store and do your dirt. You're not going to stand in front of the currency exchange where I have to work and do your dirt. We can do that. We can set that precedent. We can set the standard for what we will and won't allow. That's how you hold them accountable. That's how you hold your elected officials accountable. That's how you hold all these people accountable, by saying, you know what? This is not allowed. This cannot be allowed anymore. It's too dangerous for our children. You know, kids got to walk that way to go to school. And, and, this, and this is just one area that is like this. This is like this all, there are places like this all over the city of Chicago. But I bet it ain't like this in Edgewater. They're not doing it over here in Bronzeville. It's not like that in Avondale. Why? Because they don't allow it. It ain't because about the money situation, because we got the same amount of police. We probably got more police. 
and I recognize the crime. Watch this. Most of the crimes are related to this crap. Let me say that again. Most of the crimes, the shootings and all that stuff is related to this crap. Because we arguing over territory that neither one of us own. Think about that. You stop this, you stop a lot of the violence. If you start here. Little bitty stuff. Clean this street up. Clean this street up so somebody who actually has a, a good business that wants to hire people can come up here. What if there's a kid that actually wants to go to work, but I'm scared to go to work on Madison Street? We have to be willing to make those changes. We have to be willing to make those changes. All right. Uh, thank y'all for y'all comments. I appreciate y'all. I do. Uh, let me let me let me let me let me keep it going. I am going to um, take a quick break, and uh, I still don't know what the what the actual plan is for downtown. Uh, there's a couple of things I know they got some stuff boarded up and all that kind of stuff, but uh, there's a lot of stuff that 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 needs to be done and hopefully will be done other than just these preventative measures, other than just the preventative measures. A lot of stuff needs to be done. But look, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about Pastor Michael Todd when we come back. All right? We'll talk about Pastor Michael Todd when we come back. In the meantime, T-T-L-O Radio, two T's, one L, one O. We will be right back. Where is my song? Matter of fact, I'm going to play this song right here. Do this. Let me do it this way. Uh, yep, because I just saw her name pop up. So let me play this song, "Blessed Assurance" by uh, my 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 little sister, Perel Shanti. Let's play this.
But I like it a lot. We're gonna have our own in a in a little while. Just gotta get it scheduled out. But that is her release that came out last year. Trying to get up some more airtime and some airplay. But it's all right. All right, again, that's Blessed Assurance by Pharrell Shanti. Y'all got to check it out. Download it to whatever um, whatever medium you use for music. All right, y'all know who Pastor Michael Todd is? Y'all familiar with Pastor Michael Todd? Pastor Michael Todd uh, is at Transformation Church. I believe Transformation Church is, uh, it says, Pastor Mike, Pastors Michael and Natalie Todd are the lead pastors of Transformation Church based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, since February 2015. They were entrusted with the Transformation Church from the founding pastor, Bishop Gary McIntosh, after 15 years of operation. Their personal philosophy and driving passion is representing God to the lost and found for transformation in Christ. They aspire to reach their community, city, and world with the gospel presented in a relevant and progressive way. They've been married since 2010 and live in Tulsa with four beautiful children. That's who they are. Got it, got it, got it. All right. So I want to share a clip. Now you have the opportunity. You can go to Transformation Church and you can uh, catch all of their um, uh, all of their videos are available uh, to go back and watch uh, any of the stuff that he does. You can go back and check that. I'm going to play a part of uh, the clip, uh, and I want you all to get. What, this is the issue uh, that that I uh, and a lot of people. A lot of people uh, had an issue with. Now, I, I let go of the, the the Resurrection Sunday service conversation, but I want, I want y'all just to hear this. And if I need to play it twice, I will. But this is a 46-second clip. It's not taken out of context because you can just listen to it and you'll see it for yourself. All right? Here is uh, – you ready? Okay. Here is the clip. Okay, I, I wanted you all to 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 hear that. I wanted you all to get that and hear that. So here is my here is my response. I want you to hear what he said. I want you I want you to, to understand it, hear it, do all that. Um, he made this comment. He says Jesus did not reach his full potential prior to the crucifixion, prior to the death, burial, and resurrection. 
he did not reach his full potential. Uh, he says he reached his purpose. He says he reached his purpose. Jesus did not reach his full potential. He reached his purpose. Help me with this because this is where this is where trying to get make sound bites gets you in trouble. Trying to be relevant because there's a lot of ways to talk about purpose versus yeah you heard it Angela you heard it well I don't know you <laughs> trying to uh, trying to uh, reach people by being relevant but you have to still stay true to the word of God right Jesus is he said Jesus has potential one one of the lines he used which really just took away even made it even worse to what he said was one of the lines he used said said um uh one of the lines he used said uh that Jesus had the potential to be a Roman guard. Jesus had the potential to be a Roman guard. See, see so and 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 this is not parsing words. I'm not parsing his words. But when you when you make statements like this, all of your words matter. When you say put things in or out of context, all of your words matter. He said Jesus never reached his full potential, that Jesus died and came and left before his full potential had been reached. I'm going to play it again. Just the audio. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we'll yeah. play it again. He said that since he was young, people always said to him that everything that God put inside of you needs to happen. That's pause. Everything that Jesus was supposed to do, did he not do? Help me understand. No, I'm on. Everything that Jesus was supposed to do meaning his full, everything that he was supposed to do, he did. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me finish. That's not why he came. Come on now. That, exactly, Shiante. This is, this is what I'm saying. He didn't come to overthrow Caesar. And first of all, you're the son of God. I don't need to be Caesar. I'm I'm the son of God. I'm God in the flesh. What you mean, Caesar? This is what I'm saying. This is why this this is why we got to start. I'm telling y'all, and I, I I like the brother. I do, I do. But now it's like you know. Now it's like I got to I got to watch and and and, and pause and check. <laughs> Let me let me let me finish. He said he could have overthrew he had the potential to overthrow Caesar. But that would have been outside of what the will of God was for him. That's outside of what the will of God was for him. His, his, the will of God was not for him. If, if it was in God's will for him to overthrow Caesar, then he would have came in looking like the Jews wanted him to look. He would have came in on the, on the back of a, of, a, of, a, of a white horse with a sword in his hand with an army behind him. That, 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 yeah, he could have done that, but instead he rode in on the back of an ass. 
I'm trying to help the people. Let me go to the next. Why would Jesus want to be a Roman God? What's the potential? The potential. This is why this is why words matter. Ain't nothing right about what Michael Todd said right here. I don't know what he preached about leading up to, and I'm going to go back and watch it. I'll come back to y'all let y'all know. But, but you shouldn't have closed with this. You shouldn't have closed. Somehow I want to close with this. You shouldn't have closed with this. You messed whatever you said before. Everything you said before got negated with, these, with this 46 seconds. Everything you said before got negated. Let me, let me keep going. He had the potential to do all kinds of stuff. What, uh, what else was he supposed to do? Let me just go down the line. He, he, he healed the sick. He, he, he raised quite a few dead folks, quite a few. He, he, he healed the blind people. He, he gave, he gave uh, hearing back to the deaf people. He he cast out demons from folks. He fed <laughs> on two occasions a whole bunch of folks with some catfish and some biscuits. He fed a whole bunch of people. I'm confused. He said he had the potential to do all kinds of stuff. What other stuff? What other stuff was he? What other stuff potential? You, you, you just took our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and equated him to somebody who, who, who just got by. Average at best. Well, you know, you, 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 know, you could have did this. You just didn't reach your full potential. What? You, you just made our Lord and Savior sound real average. Real average. Real regular, real mediocre, real common. Oh, regular. I mean, just, you know. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? The thing that, so Christ said it was finished, meaning everything that I was supposed to do, Everything I was supposed to do, everything I needed to do was done. There, there is, there is a, 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 there is some, some confusion. All kinds of stuff, right? He was teaching the temple. Come on, Pat. When he was twelve, teaching the, teaching the Pharisees. He wasn't preaching on you Sunday in, at the temple. He was teaching grown folk. This ain't, this ain't get your little cousin up there and read a couple of scriptures for you Sunday. He was teaching the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the whoever come to see. He was teaching at 12 in the temple. There is no way there is no way you cannot and, and again there, there, the, the 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 issues it comes from it comes from a place of 
trying to be relevant and not being careful with what you say. This is why me, and, and the time will tell you this, and I've been preaching now almost 10 years, and, 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 and I, am, I, I, am, I am over the top always concerned that I'm giving people the right information. <laughs> and for this to be out there, and, and again, this man has a mega church. He has a mega church. He is preaching, and 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 he has some 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 good sermons. But this, you you can it's just like your credit. You can have you can have an eight hundred credit score, and then take a whole month off of not paying your bills, and go from eight hundred probably almost six, miss a couple of bills, miss a couple of, miss a couple of on-time payments, and you'll drop just like that. And then it's going to take you almost a year to two to get back to where you were because of mistakes. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying we can't afford this. We can't afford this in the kingdom. This is dangerous to the kingdom. This is dangerous to the kingdom. You cannot have people making these types of comments and think that it's okay and think that, you know what, uh, it's okay that, that, that I say this because I know I'm going to, I know this is going to, this is going to really hit them where they live. Let me, let me, let me, let me do it again. Now, that's the end of it. Here is the problem with what you said. What you said at the very end, let me, let me get back to them last eight, nine seconds. That was cut off in the previous video. Now, I understand where he was trying to go with that statement. The problem is the illustration you used <laughs> and the person who you used in your illustration was the wrong choice. Because we're talking about Jesus, the Christ. We're talking about the son of God. So, 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 you know. This is the same son of God who was there when the earth and the, everything was created in seven days. It does make sense. And, 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 we, and this is why we have to be careful. And let me tell you something. I, get, I got in trouble a long time ago about people saying, you know, I was, I was, I was at, a at a different church and somebody was preaching. And, and uh, i tell you what it was. It was Dean Morgan. I'm going to say it like it is. And he was preaching over at the old church, Bishop N1, they call it. You know, I greet you with a holy kiss. But anyway, um, he was <laughs> he was preaching, and he was saying some stuff that was not correct. 
And so I'm sitting. This is why I don't, that's why I'm so glad we don't sit in the pulpit anymore. I was sitting in the pulpit, and y'all know me. When stuff is just not right or if stuff is stupid or not making sense, you see it all right here because I, I don't even make an attempt, right? You see it right here. And, and, and he said something, and everybody was saying amen, and I was sitting with my hands folded. And folks was clapping and, and like, amen, and hallelujah. And I didn't open my mouth because what he said was not biblical or scriptural. None of it. It didn't have nothing. It, it, it made it, it. There was no connection to God in it. It was just words. So I did not amen it because I don't amen foolishness. So I didn't say anything. And somebody came to me and said, it's just, it's just, uh, and you can already guess who, who it was. It's just a shame that, you, that he sat up there, frowned up when Reverend Morgan was preaching and, and wouldn't even say amen. I sure in the hell did not. I showed it. I said just like this. Cause, 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 cause you, 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 you ain't saying nothing that needed an amen. You ain't saying nothing that required an amen. Cause what you were saying didn't give God no glory. God wasn't glorified, and my spirit was not edified, so I didn't say nothing. And that, and that wasn't personal. I do that with anybody. I look, look here, I'm listening. When, I'm, when I am actively listening, and you got my whole attention, because I want to be preached to. I, I want some word. You, 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 I'm going to say amen. I don't care if look. I ain't got to like you. We ain't got to break bread together. We ain't got to do nothing. Like if you preaching God's word, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say amen. <laughs> I'm going to let you know you're preaching now. <laughs> You're saying something now. I'm going to say something. I'm going to talk back to you. But if you're up there just uh, making, you know, making the scripture say what you wanted to say, I'm going to be, because in my bread, in my head, I'm, that's what I'm thinking the whole time you up there. That's, that's just it. Ain't nobody got time for that. So his people are saying amen, because you heard them get quiet, because they were shocked too with what he said. Jesus never reached his full potential. A Roman soldier. What kind of foolishness? Jesus could have been a Roman soldier. I'm going to come down from heaven. <laughs> where the Bible just, I'm going to come down where, from heaven. Where, 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 where we just where we read down in, 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 in the book where it says the earth is the Lord's, the Lord, and the fullness thereof. Now, if the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, why then Jesus could have been a Roman soldier? <laughs> if the cattle on a thousand hills is his, then how is that potential? <laughs> In him being a Roman soldier. Come on. Come on. Pat says we all have to be careful not to amen foolishness. Listen to what the preacher, pastor, minister is saying. We're not there to be entertained, and the preacher's not up there to offer great. Yeah. Now, the preacher's not there to offer great oratory, although you should be able to speak and pronounce all your words. But you're not there. You're not there for great oratory. Absolutely not. 
that you 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 come on now. This don't even make it just makes no. It was a horrible illustration, and it's one of those times where you tried to you tried to say something jazzy, and you probably caused more harm than you did good. You probably caused more harm than you did good. There's a scripture that says, uh, uh, don't let your good be spoken evil of. You tried to do a good thing, but you put it in a spot and in a position so that now everything that you say is being talked next because of the way you, you have to be so careful. We're at a day and age where 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 the church is constantly under attack, and then people, and then I know that people say, "Well, why are you talking about another preacher? Why are you talking about that?" Look, it is what it is. When you when you put yourself just like I look, I'm on this platform. I, I I am open to whatever people might want to come back and say to me. Somebody might come back and listen to one of my shows from way back when and say, "Well, where did he say that? How did he say that? Whatever." Guess what? I put myself on this platform. I'm on here. I'm open to whatever whatever discussion people choose to have. They gonna have it. But I have to be responsible enough. And if I misstate something, I then have to be responsible and be accountable enough to come back and say, huh, y'all know what? I was wrong on this. Or I could have said this better. I could have said this better. But I, I, I was trying to make a splash. My God. Oh, Lord. So that's, that's, what, that's what I had for, uh, for Mr. Michael Todd. That's what I had for Mr. Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd down at the Transformation Church. Y'all check him out. I follow him on, on I said I didn't I didn't look I didn't stop following him on, on TikTok and, and, and Facebook. I didn't stop following him. But now I'm listening with a different kind of ear. <laughs> now I'm listening with a different ear. And I say this about I don't care if it's Michael Todd, T D Jakes, Charlie Dates, uh 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 whoever. Doesn't matter to me, but I'm listening with a different kind of ear. And we as preachers, what? What is it? We're supposed look, let me say it like this. You're supposed to be a fruit inspector. <laughs> we supposed to be a fruit we supposed to inspect the fruit. Let me, let me, let me. Oh Lord. Let me let me let it go. Let me let it go. Think I better let it go. <laughs> what you say now? All right, let me. Whew, let me. Let me let it go. All right, let's get to let's get to we got we got uh, uh, let's uh, over a little bit over half hour. I'm gonna jump into this. Uh, she says, "Call the Holy Ghost when you can exemplify humility." Yeah, you got to. You got to. All right, y'all. So we got this good conversation. I want to jump into uh, this thing uh, about uh, what we're gonna talk about tonight. It, it's it's a great thing, and it and it talks about kind of about what we what we dealing with. And the the article is simply this: Is worship Entertainment the problem. Now I know worship entertainment is not a word. I recognize that. Worship entertainment is not a word, but it is. It is in in in, in Christendom. Mm, that's not a word either. But is worship entertainment the problem or is it something else? Worship entertainment, meaning the entertainment parts of worship. Is that the problem or is it something else? This article was written a few days ago. And I just want to jump into it because it's Praise Break Friday. This is what we do. So let me, let me jump into it. The, the writer says this. He says, the debate never ends. 
He says the divide is strong. Is production in worship a value or is it destroying the church? Production. Mm. Uh, are we actually worshiping God or are we worshiping worship? Ooh. My, my, my. Are we worshiping God or are we worshiping worship? That's, that's interesting. Are we worshiping God or are we worshiping worship? My, my, my. The writer says, uh, Mike Livingston addresses concern in the blog post titled The Heresy of Worshiptainment. Uh, in the article, he quotes David Platt and A.W. Tozer talking about how humans have taken the place of God in our gatherings. We aren't hungry for the word of God. We're actually hungry to be entertained. Uh, the writer goes on to say, he says, I agree with mostly everything he said, but something about the article just rubbed me the wrong way. To label our worship as heretical is a severe generalization. No one can judge the essence of our worship but the Holy Spirit. It's a waste of time for us to try to label forms of worship wrong because they appear to be worshiptainment. So let's talk about worshiptainment. The writer says this, worshiptainment cannot be judged by outward forms. It is an inner response to an inner working of the Holy Spirit. Sure, now, as a worshiper, uh, I should never be dependent on a certain sound, talent, worship leader, or light show. But if these forms actually serve me in worshiping God, then I'm all better for it. Can we pause right there? I understand what the writer is saying. Don't get me wrong. I I I I do you know we we are we are a a we are officially an AV family over here we we are we are officially an AV family uh uh we we do we do sound we do video we do photography we do we do it all over here and all of those things the, the purpose of the production piece is to get not only to help spread the word of God, right, outside of the normal realm, right? Because think about it. Turn off all your social media. Turn off all your radio broadcasts. Turn off all your cameras. And just stand up and flat foot and preach. Absolutely. Let your choir get up and sing or your worship leader get up and sing. Your musicians play. Absolutely. Take away all of the stems, right? Uh, take away all, all of the stamps. Uh, take away all of that stuff. Uh, uh, you know, take those things. Take away all of the. Uh, 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 take away all of the. Uh, what's the the, the 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 lights? Take away all of the 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 uh, amplified music. Take away all of the 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 the, the, the video, the audio. Take away all those things and just have the word of God. And absolutely, that works. Because the proof is that it works. Because we wouldn't be here where we are now with all of this stuff if we did not have, if it did not start from that very plain area. Jesus never had a microphone. He never had one. He never had a camera, never had an internet, never had email. He didn't have any of that. But the word of God was spread through people. Okay, now, we have these amazing materials we can use we have all of these uh uh amazing uh pieces of equipment that we can use and these pieces of equipment are used to help spread the gospel right 
Now, because this equipment is what it is, you there, there is there is there is a, there's production that has to happen. I can't just plug up a microphone and use it. It has to be properly EQ'd, right? Otherwise, you have me sounding real weird. I'll give you an example. This microphone that I'm on, right, it has different types of sounds, and, and, and all these things are built into it. But if I decide to turn it to one of these sounds and push a different sound, then the sound is going to sound different. Like right now, it sounds different. Y'all might not be able to hear the difference, but it sounds different. Change the setting, it then starts, it sounds like. Changing, oh, changing the settings. See what I'm saying? There's production value, right? There's production value in, there's production value in how you use the equipment. What are you saying, preacher? Let me help you a little bit further. Let me take you, let me take you a little bit further down the road. The, the, if, if, if right now this is set up for my voice, because I'm the only person that normally talks on this microphone, so it's set up for my voice. Now, if I make a change and turn off all of this stuff, the mic sounds different. The microphone is different. I don't, you don't hear the fullness in my voice. I'm talking with the same voice, with the same sound, but you don't hear the fullness in my voice. Because that's what the microphone would sound like if it was just taken out the box and no EQ, no sound. But the minute I start to produce live what you're hearing, the minute I do that, you get everything back. See what I'm saying? So, so, so it's very possible. So, so, so the production side of it is necessary. What I'm saying is this. When you don't, it, it's, necessary for, it's necessary to produce just so that you can make sure that people are hearing things at its best. I want to be able to hear it. I want to be able to push it. I want people to be able to understand exactly what it is we are attempting to do. And I want them to hear the word of God clearly. Shante says the word worship shouldn't be interchangeable with praise. Anyone can praise, but everyone can't worship. Oh, that's good. So let's go. Let's go. He says, uh, 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 do talent and production serve or distract? That's why I just did what I just did. The writer says, John Piper in his fabulous book, Seeing Beauty and Saying Beautifully, dissects the life and ministry of America's great preacher, George Whitefield. Whitefield was a freak of nature when it came to preaching. He could command the attention of thousands of people in an open field without a microphone. His natural talents have always been admired by Christian and unbeliever alike. Many include John Wesley. Uh, many, including John Wesley, wondered if Whitfield's preaching was actually in service of the gospel or in competition with it. Did the people simply enjoy Whitfield's preaching style or were they moved by what he said? Was it more about Whitfield or the gospel? Was it worshiptainment back then? So think about that. Are people, are people, uh, what's up, Felicia Brown? Are people, uh, are people more interested in the word that's being preached or are they interested in who's preaching? Think about that for a moment. And we're all, we've all been guilty of it. Are you more interested in the word that's going forward or who's bringing the word? 
because let me let me let me let me let me let, let, let again let's 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 do let's let's do it like this. Uh, let me let me if I if I just took uh, the scripture that I was reading earlier, or the the the, the one that I quoted earlier uh, that I paraphrased earlier, uh, Psalm twenty four. Now if I if I was just going to do Psalm twenty four and and just read it uh, flat. Shante says, but as a preacher, we're responsible for saying the right stuff into all this wonderful. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So here is when we talk about worshiptainment. You can just, it's just like having a professor that's monotone. Example, what's monotone? I'll read the scripture. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing of the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of him that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Now, Felicia says, preach. Some people just need to teach Bible stuff. That's true. That's true. And to say, I'm not monotone. I'm lit. <laughs> right. Now, uh, and she said she's not monotone. She lit. Now, 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 there's nothing wrong. Now, the scripture is still the scripture, right? But I'm reading God's word. I'm also recognizing that this is a psalm. I'm also recognizing that this is, this is a psalm of the Lord. I'm also recognizing that this is uh, 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 the psalm of David, right? I'm recognizing why this song and what this song this song was talking about. I'm recognizing that that this song is talking about being in the very presence of God. She said, "Nice sweater, is that velvet? Get, get your girl." She, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, right. So, so this is a song talking about who God is. So, if I'm gonna read it. I'm going to get a little bit excited, right? So if I start off and it says the earth is the Lord, huh? see? And, 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 and the fullness thereof, the world and they, us, me, you, that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it, my God, upon the flood. Then it says, who shall ascend uh, unto the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place. Then it gives us some, it gives us some instruction. Who? He that hath clean hands, huh? And a pure heart, who has not sworn his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing. That's all about how you're going to get it. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Then it get real good to you. Then it says, well, who are we talking about? He said, this is the generation. Uh-huh. That seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Oh my God, my, 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 my. Oh Jacob. Then it says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, 
and be ye lifted up, <laughs> ye everlasting door. Then you got to give, then, then, then it just get good to you. Then the king of, <laughs> oh God, then the king of glory shall come in. Then I got asked the question, who is? Now y'all don't get mad when Bernie Mac say, who you with? You can't get mad when the preachers say, who is the king of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Come on, see that just look here. Huh? So, 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 so we can't get, we can't be uh, uh, confused or, 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 or be too overly concerned that whether or not people are, whether or not it's entertainment. John Piper said these words. He said, uh, so if you ask Whitfield, why do you preach the way you do? He would probably say, I believe what I read in the Bible is real. See, there it is. Watch this. I believe what I hear in the Bible is real. So let me venture to this claim. George Whitfield is not a repressed actor driven by egotistical love of attention. Rather, he's consciously committed to outacting the actors because he's seen what is real. We are animated preachers we are animated worshipers because we know who we're talking about is real we're animated because we've had the experience so it's not about trying to entertain you we're animated because we recognize just how good God is can I speak for myself I worship the way I do because I recognize that I don't still have to have the opportunity to worship because I know if truth be told I shouldn't even be allowed to oh God help me I ain't gonna get no help now because if truth be told he should took me out a long time ago if truth be told he could have took his hands off me a long time ago so because he allows me oh god i just felt that because he allows me to still be able to worship i'm gonna give him all i got huh come on it's not like the writer the writer says it's not about an expression of ego but of love it's not an effort to get uh, to get a hearing at any cost, but it's to pay cost to suitable that's suitable to the beauty and the worth of the truth. So he goes on to say the poetic effort to speak and act in a suitable way wakened in him the reality he wanted to communicate. For him, the truths of the gospel were so real and so wonderfully and terrifyingly and magnificently real that he could not and would not preach them as though they were some unreal or merely interesting story. He would not treat the greatest facts of the universe as unworthy of his greatest effort. Let me say that again. I'm not going to treat the great, oh my God, that's good right there. I'm not going to treat the greatest facts of the universe as though they were not worthy of me putting my whole effort behind it. Right? So if that's the case, then how come our excellence in production cannot serve the same end? He's saying, I don't want us to treat the greatest facts in the universe as unworthy by my greatest efforts to produce, create, sing, write, and lead with fitting skill and force. So the same efforts. So what are you saying? I'm saying the same efforts I used to put into DJing a party, huh? The same efforts I would put into being the life of the party, because y'all know that's what I was. The same, (laughs) 
the same effort I would put into getting all of that uh, attention on, on, on me when I was in the club is now the same effort I put in the pulpit to get the attention to him. The same effort. So just like I wanted the best speakers to be in the, if I was DJing, and I wanted to have the best speakers at the block club party. <laughs> if I wanted to have the best speakers at the block club party, wouldn't you think I would say, well, if, if I had the best speakers at the block club party for Doodoo Brown, And 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 uh, uh 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 it's time for the percolator. Then I can't have the same or the best speakers in the church house. So let's let's so let's move to the next part. The next part he talks about is sustained worship. We almost done. We almost done. Sustained worship. The writer says this. He says I remember when the International House of Prayer first started to host round the clock prayer meetings in their prayer center. He says Mike Bickle said that the art forms of music and singing help to sustain enjoyable prayer. Rather than sitting in a cold room with no sound, music assists the fragile, distracted human in a sustained pursuit of God. In the case of uh, IHOP, he says, for this, uh, this is for hours upon hours at a time. When your mind starts to drift, the singing helps you re-engage on a certain truth. When you're tempted to look around or doze off, production serves to focus and engage our distracted hearts around the glory of God. Can I pause for a moment? Tanya, I don't know if you remember this. Remember at the old church at Kingdom when Pastor Ray was there? During communion, at one point, he didn't want no music played. He didn't want nothing. So we would just be standing up there, and there would be nothing happening. And remember, our backs were turned to y'all, which was the weirdest thing ever. Our backs were turned to y'all. And we would be standing there. And literally, he told the musicians, don't play nothing during communion. Now, it's time for the Lord's Supper. And, we're, and don't play nothing. So literally, you got about 125, 30 people sitting in a room. Maybe 140 because it was the first Sunday. But 135, 45 people sitting in the room. Not one sound is being played. All you hear is this. That's it. Nothing else. Come on. Come on, uh, Shiante. She said, Ezekiel asked the question a long time ago. My answer is I'm not going to be dry when God has let me live. I know that's right. Come on. So, 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 of course, if you are celebrating the Lord's Supper, if you are celebrating Resurrection Sunday, if you are celebrating any Sunday, every worship experience ought to have its best production value. So it's not, it's not that, the inter, that the production part is the problem. The question is, what are you actually producing? Okay? So, of course, the writer goes on to say the Holy Spirit is enough. Yes, the Word of God is all we need. Absolutely it is. But that, but that also doesn't mean we should get rid of songs, lights, talented people. It doesn't mean our worship is heretical. There will always be someone who would try to idolize the gift rather than the giver, but that can't be avoided. Because a lot of times we can't get caught up in those things. We could completely overhaul our weekend worship experiences this week. He says we could turn off the heat or the air conditioning depending on the season. Think about that for a moment because that's part of the production too. Right? We could turn off the lights or simply purchase the brightest fluorescent lights we can find. We could get rid of the band and, of course, get rid of the smoke machines and everything else. 
even in an environment like that, a leader still needs to lead. Even in that context, a member of the congregation could still be subject to what's being called worshiptainment. They could still idolize the leader no matter how dense and boring the environment is. He says anytime someone is on stage, they run the risk of being idolized. It's part of our nature. The answer is to rid our church. It isn't to rid the church of leaders, obviously, but it's to have a more brokenhearted leaders whose only aim is to make Christ known. What do you think his reason? Did anyone question that? I'm sorry, Dorothy, help me with your question. So if, 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 if you have to recognize what's the purpose behind it, right? Now, if you're up just to, and you can tell when a singer is anointed and they, they're just singing to the glory of God versus they're just trying to audition for their next, you know, they're trying to see who's who going to discover them for their next CD. You can tell when a musician is anointed or they just want you to know that they learned this song and they know all these parts and they're going to do all these breakdowns and blah, 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 blah. You can tell the difference. You can, there's something different in the room. The oil is different. The atmosphere is different. Come on. Come on, Shiante. You're absolutely right. So the writer goes on to say this. He says, which brings him to his point. He says, uh, he says, it could also be argued that we should remove any form of entertainment in our sermons. Meaning, don't tell no jokes in your sermon. No illustrations. No videos. If entertainment is wrong, let's read it from everywhere in our churches. Think about that. Think about if Jesus had just came down and spoke without using parables. Because those... Jesus' parables is equivalent to our illustrations today. Think about if Jesus had chose not to use parables. The purpose of no music. Yeah, the purpose of no music. Right, what was the purpose? I, you know what, Dorothy? Oh, you talking about when I said about the, the pastor who played no music in church. He said, this is what he told us, because I asked. You know I asked. He said because it is a solemn moment, and he thought music was distracting. He thought people would be distracted by the music. But when you're singing unto God, how are you distracted by the music? What? Okay. (laughs) Felicia's back. Felicia says, I call that masturbatory singing and preaching. You know you get yours, but the members don't get all of it. Well, you know, all right. Lord. Welcome back, Felicia Brown. Uh, but the writer goes on to say this. It brings you to my point. He said, worship payment isn't a problem. Matter of fact, great humor can be used in sermons to open the hard hearts to truth. In the same way, creative music can be used by God uh, as can boring music to open hearts to the immediacy of his presence. So then we get down to but production or no production. The writer says this. That's not to say we shouldn't dial back our production on occasion or that Tozer, Platt, or Livingston are wrong. Maybe we need to remove our comfortable entertainments to get back on track. But they're not the problem. They can actually be a valuable tool to reach people and sustain worship and prayer when the human heart is weak. And, of course, God can do without those tools as well. But we should not make blanket generalizations. 
let's not judge and put down our hardworking, Jesus-loving, bride-of-Christ-serving worship leaders who are laboring to create weekend experiences to help promote the encounter of Jesus. Let's learn from everyone and try many different forms. So let's worship like house fires or, like, or lead like elevation. He says remove our so, – so here's the deal. I believe we ought to get out of our comfort zones. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Here is how you get out of your comfort zone. So you have some churches that are, that are high praise and worship churches, right? But then you have churches that are very traditional churches, right? And then you have churches that don't do anything with music. They just stand up there, teach a song or teach a scripture, and you go home. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a pulse check on your people. What I mean by pulse check, switch it up. If you are a high praise and worship church, don't do it because they ought to still be able to praise God without it. If you are a traditional worship church, go crazy, lose your mind. <laughs> and if you are a church that don't do no singing at all, start singing. What do I mean? What do I, why am I saying do that? Do all those things to the glory of God, not to test your people, but to do those things because all of those things are part of the worship. All of those things. Sometimes music can be very distracting and loud. Yes, yes, absolutely, Felicia, because there has to be. Oh, don't get me wrong. I know some loud folk now. We done been, we done been to a couple of concerts where you sitting there and you like, I wish I knew what they were saying because <laughs> the band playing so loud. So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, it's, 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 it's so necessary. So let's, let, let me, let's, let's close this out. The writer says, the power isn't in the form, but in the presence of God that will inhabit the praise wherever it's, wherever it's found. God will inhabit the praise wherever it is, whether it's in a, a smoke room with smoke machines and lights and spotlights and video cameras and fog and all the other kind of stuff, or if it's in a small storefront church with one microphone. He can inhabit the praises wherever they might be. So I like what the writer says. says, do something different than you're currently doing. Do something different than you're currently doing. If you're used to a quiet, acoustic, reflective worship, try something more aggressive. If you're used to massive weekend productions, dial it back and do a series on simplicity. But above all else, don't shrink back from the displaying the glories of God all your heart, soul, mind, and strength always always tony tony what up tony briscoe uh tony b says i can't be distracted remembering the purpose of the body broken blood shed cue the music pass the wine and the bread i know that's right especially if we sing in the blood never lost its power that's not distracting me for some that's helping them remember Oh, yeah. Now, Felicia, I agree with you. A lot of churches. Now, don't get me wrong. If if I am more caught up into what your stage is going to look like, I understand you want to set the tone. I, I, I get that from a production value because don't get me wrong. If, if we had the stage for it over here, y'all know I would be trying to get. <laughs> if we had the stage over here. That was uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? That was uh, uh, um. Uh, 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 amiable, that's the word, that was amiable to, 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 for us to be able to put some stuff up there and, and, and create some different backdrops, absolutely we would do it because it would, it, it would, it would, it would help because we are, we are uh, uh, vision sensory people. 
right? We're, we're stimulated by what we see. So sometimes what we see helps us hear. Let me say that again. Sometimes what we see helps us hear. Sometimes what we hear helps us listen. Y'all just missed that. Sometimes what we hear helps us listen. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying sometimes the production helps the atmosphere and it produces and, con- and it makes the atmosphere conducive for learning. Come on now. It sets the atmosphere. It makes the atmosphere conducive for learning. So, so, so if I have a, a, a praise leader who can come in and sing, if I, got a, if I got a deacon who can pray the paint off the wall, if I, if I got a mother who can bust out a Dr. Watt because I can't do it and I need some help because I've had a rough week and I, and I need somebody to, 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 to minister to me, then, then so be it. Whatever it is, all that we're doing, do it as unto the Lord. Absolutely we should. Amen. All right, y'all. Look, uh, look. It's been it's been great, y'all. It's been good. We are back. It's getting back. I'm getting back into the swing of it. Uh, this is tiring, though. I can tell y'all that. But we're getting back into the, into the swing of it. Uh, it's been, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Look, look. If you can, if you are out, uh, brothers, fellow fellow clergy, make your way on out uh, downtown. Make your way to either Salem Baptist Church tomorrow, House of Hope, or Progressive Baptist Church. They're gonna have two buses taking men down to uh, uh, the South Loop, and then they're going to march from the South Loop down to Michigan Avenue and State Street. They're going to be doing that tomorrow. They're looking for about 500 men, 500. Uh, I don't know if there's a sign-up sheet or anything. Let me check and see. Um, let me see if there's a, uh, a sign-up sheet or something for people to sign up. Let me see. I don't see nothing on the Salem website. Uh, I know they're supposed to be doing something, but uh, there's nothing yet uh, on their websites, at least not that I've seen, like, immediately. So, um, but again, they're looking to come out, uh, and they're hoping to, oh, here it is, Christian Men Walk, uh, meet at the northeast corner of Roosevelt, Michigan at 530. We'll walk from Michigan, uh, walk up Michigan from Roosevelt to Wacker. That's what they're looking for tomorrow. Uh, Christian Men Walk. That's the that's what's posted on the Salem of uh, Chicago website uh, right now. Time you can share my screen if I still got my thing open. I think I do. Yeah, uh, that's what they're looking for you guys to come on out tomorrow if you're available to come out. Uh, they're gonna line up at 5:30 on the corner of Roosevelt in Michigan. Uh, you can do that. Definitely do that. Come out and support uh, and 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 try to support uh, our young folks. Uh, that are out, you know, hopefully not out doing anything crazy uh, tomorrow. Let me switch over to, let me see what Progressive uh, has on their uh, on their website. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I changed it. It's okay. I didn't, well, I, because I didn't tell you, my bad. It's all okay. It it I went straight there. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Food truck giveaway. Yeah, I don't see – they don't have anything posted on their front page. But uh, this is definitely something that, you know, y'all should – we should definitely come out and check them out uh, and do that. Are they taking donations? Uh, Dorothy, I am not going. 
Uh, I am not going. And uh, ask me Sunday, and I'll tell you why. Uh, but we can talk about it. Uh, are they taking donations? I don't think I don't think they need any donations because they got buses and everything. Everything is kind of they got people sponsored the whole thing, and um, and that's what it is. So, all right, let's go. Uh, let's 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 pray so we can get out of here. Father God, we thank. You. For the time we had on tonight, Lord God, we thank you for this platform, Lord God. We thank you for your people. God, we thank you for every listener, for every uh, viewer, God, whether they be on Facebook, YouTube, Blog Talk, wherever they might be. God, we just thank you for them. Lord God, we ask that you would be with them and wherever they do, God, we thank you for your arms of protection around each and every one of their families and their households. God, we're praying that you would continue to restore continue to reinvigorate, continue to replenish, continue to refresh, and continue to anoint all of those who are willing to stand in the gap and preach what thus says the Lord. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all, look, I'm going to get out of here. But look, in the meantime and in between time, if you got to drive, y'all already know, (laughs) wonderful special city we call Chi-Town. Do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O.